This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of Hafta from a pretty wet Delhi. Uh we had some major showers yes, yesterday. Today. It has already dried. Today is already dry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So on that cheerful note that I attempted has been thwarted by by the pessimists Raman and Manisha. Uh but today we have on the panel in the studio the two pessimists manish and raman hi hi joining us from his hometown patna is anand vardhan hi anand hello you are in patna right yes and joining us in our studio is krishan koshik hi krishan hi so krishan has been a journalist for a while and many of you are probably already familiar with his work he has reported on defense strategy politics and media for the last 11 years his last job before his current stint which is as an investigative journalist uh, was with the indian express and before that he was with caravan magazine and now he's working on long term investigative projects which you shall know more about as you follow his work sounds very fancy yeah doesn't it <laughs> so you you were the express for how long uh, almost 6 years 6 years right and caravan 5 years 5 years right okay so welcome we and you've just come back from sri lanka that's right How long were you there? Short trip. I was just there for about five days. Okay. I reached there after the uh, the last major protest on July nine. So I reached a few days after that, and I reached the, the day uh, Kotabaya actually resigned as the president. He had already left the country, huh. and he resigned from uh, Sri Lanka, uh, Singapore. He was in Singapore. In fact, Singapore said that he's not been given asylum. He's just got a visitor's visa or something. Yeah, right? short-term visa for fourteen days. He's uh, trying to figure out where to go from there right now. So we will get you, as promised. We promised you last half that we'll get you someone who was on the ground in Sri Lanka. And as promised, we have got Krishan, a very good journalist. But before we move on to the discussion, we have the headlines and a couple of announcements. One is. From next week, our new podcast with Kunal Kamra and Sanjay Rajora, ye bhi theek hai. We'll be going behind the paywall. Uh, it, in my view, is best consumed as an audio podcast. However, it is a video podcast because it was done in a partnership. One had the indulgence of spending on video, but the first two episodes are free for all. Now they'll be behind the paywall, so do download the News Laundry app. And as you know, we have tweaked it. We have got rid of many of the bugs. I hope it's working smoothly for all of you because it's working smoothly for me and if you have any feedback you can write in uh, we will tell you the email in fact the link is in the show notes below but download the app so that you can consume that podcast seamlessly effortlessly without any glitches and that can be done best through the news laundry app so if you're a subscriber well your money has gone into making the app including those of the NL Sena contributors so might as well download it and access the non paywall content also the awful and awesome is behind the paywall so now both those podcasts are behind the paywall and i hope you've been loving rss three episodes coming up punjab three episodes uh, and after that one on democracy three episodes so we have a lot of very interesting podcasts coming up download the app subscribe and pay to keep news free because not only do you get lots of great content you also support journalism which needs your support because as you've seen advertising is killing it and not in a good way <laughs> No, you can't kill someone in a good way. No, killing it killing is also it. thing. Killing, killing it, it. we're killing it. Yeah. No, no, stand up business. Oh, like yeah, killing yeah. it. Killing it. Oh, like. Uh, so now uh, you can give us the optimistic headlines yes. as is your want. Ranil Wickremesinghe has been sworn in as Sri Lanka's eighth president by the country's chief justice. The seventy-three-year-old has been prime minister six times. He took the oath of office on Thursday morning, which is today. On Sunday, uh, he had declared emergency after Godbhai Rajpaksha fled the country for the Maldives and then to Singapore. 
Counting of votes to elect the 15th President of India began at 11 a.m. today. The results should be out while we're recording this podcast around 4 p.m. So we shall announce it during the course of this interview. Right now it's 2.40 p.m. Thursday, 21st oh, of then July. Then we'll probably be done by it. But anyway, if it happens during the course of our podcast, we'll announce it. <laughs> Mohammad Zubair gets bail from the Supreme Court and all six FIRs filed against him in Uttar Pradesh. The judges also disbanded the special investigation team formed by the Uttar Pradesh government to investigate the FIRs against Zubair. Uh, there was also a plea that, you know, tell him not to, the prosecutor said that, ask him not to tweet. And the judges rightly said that that's like asking a lawyer not to argue. Hmm. The Supreme Court is also hearing petitions relating to the rebellion in Shiv Sena. A bench led by CJI will hear the pleas by Eknath Shinde and Uddhav Thakre faction. Abortion can't be denied solely because woman is unmarried. That's the Supreme Court allowing unmarried women to seek termination of pregnancy. Two gangsters suspected to have been involved in singer Siddhu Musewala's murder were killed in Amritsar on Wednesday during a gunfight with the Punjab police. Were they not arrested? No, they were gunned down. In fact, um, they showed the videos. These days, the the bar of what is okay to show on television is going. So, he was shot dead. I mean, he was dead. GST rates have been increased from 5 to 18% on various goods and services. Though this will, GST will remain exempted from unpacked, unlabeled and unbranded goods. Sita Raman but defended... But it's, it's increased from 5 to 18% on various goods, but hmm. they've included things that weren't under GST only, like curd and milk and all that, hmm. right? Yeah. Paneer. Yeah. And I think uh, Kerala Chief Minister has written to the Prime Minister yeah. to yeah. reduce. Many items... She said that state ministers, state uh, governments are part of the council, right. so they should have objected earlier. Many items Prime Minister Modi had earlier mentioned will never not be covered under the GST, Correct. have now been covered under the GST mm. now. Gehu, Shehu and stuff like that. Hmm. Even, even the hospital uh, bed. Yeah. Hmm. But that is still not under GST. Or it is, is, it is under GST now, yeah. That is crazy, no? Hospital bed. Mm. Like. Mm. I mean, hotels I still get, but anyway, rupee fell below 80 against dollar, which is a lifetime low. Why do they call it a psychological mark? Like I was reading in the headlines everywhere, fell below the psychological 80%, 80 mark, 80 against dollar. Because our like psychology is in round figures. <laughs> okay. It's reaching a threshold actually. Yeah, you know? exactly. The, sa- the same thing with the Sensex and stuff. Now, once yeah. it breaches, then the bears take over or the bulls take over. That, okay, now it's if it breaches this, then the next stop is such and such. Yeah. Chhattisgarh court acquitted 121 Adivasis after five years in a Maoist case. The Adivasis were booked for allegedly assisting Maoists in Boor Kapal attack, which killed 25 CRPF personnel in 2017. We have a detailed report on this, which you can read. Yeah, yeah. the link. And, uh, uh, see, Pratik has done that report and... Uh, I mean, the court judgment is very clearly seeing, saying that the police could not find even an iota of evidence mm. against them. And imagine five years, 121 persons belonging to a one village. I mean, it's, it's massive. Mm. I don't know if any action can be taken against these. Police. Well, police. I mean, someone should file for the Adivasis to compensate. On Wednesday, a vehicle mowed down a police constable in the Anand district of Gujarat. This pertained to a mining case of sorts. He was basically stopping a truck which mowed him down. A similar case was reported from Haryana where a DSP was killed. He was investigating illegal stone mining as was and was mowed down when he was asked a truck to stop. Another such case took place in Jharkhand. So you had three deaths related to mining in 24 hours. Congress Chief Sonia Gandhi on Thursday appeared before the ED for recording her statement in the National Herald case. That is today, Thursday. And even as we're recording this, there are protests all over the country. Protests like the Congress hasn't done in 15 or 20 years that I remember its existence. There have been many reasons. But the thing is that what, I mean, we'll discuss in some detail, but I thought that it would just be limited to Congress. Just before we started recording, Trinamool has kind of joined. TRS has kind of joined. So it's 
it's becoming more than the Congress now. Also, I think they issued a statement in the morning in the Parliament where multiple parties joined, saying that how the agencies are being used to uh, yeah go after the opposition. The Godavari floods ravaged Telangana last week. Uh, waters are receding now, leaving a trail of destruction. Meanwhile, the Telangana Chief Minister Chandrasekhar Rao said that there's a foreign con- conspiracy behind behind the cloudburst incidents. My God, chalo. Foreign countries are deliberately planning cloudburst accidents, hmm. he said. <laughs> Filmmaker Avinash Das was arrested by Ahmedabad police on Wednesday for allegedly insulting the tricolor and spreading fake news on social media. So I don't know what are the specifics that they've got him on, but basically he shared a photograph of Amit Shah with that tainted IS officer. Yeah. But the technicality they're getting him on is tricolor ko insult kar diya. National emblems, insulting national emblems. Nice. And the photo is from 2017. Hmm. Gautam Adani has jumped to the fifth richest person in the world with a $125 billion net worth. More than Berkshire Hathaway CEO Warren Buffett. And more than uh, Apna, Bill Gates. And in fact, he's fourth, not fifth. He's, yeah, he's fourth. Fourth yeah. largest. Fourth yeah. And when you said Apna, I thought you would say Mukesh Ambani. Why do we have to give subscribers to our subscribers? He's the richest, right? Now, Adani is the richest now. But if Adani would have told the subscribers to give money, then we don't do journalism. Whatever we do, we give money. AAP has announced its entry into Gujarat elections. The first poll promises free electricity for domestic use. That's 300 units. First 300 units free. A deadly heat wave is spreading across Europe, breaking temperature records, fueling wildfires and disrupting transportation as the continent faces the impact of climate change. I think UK, London had like 40? 41. 41, yeah. Highest ever. Yeah. Meanwhile, you had a really funny scene at the GB News Network. Uh, very similar to Don't Look Up, where this climate change expert is trying to explain to the anchor why it's terrible. And she's like, but hasn't it always been this hard? Yeah, this well, that's is, an American accent, but yeah. This is how it went. <laughs> Sorry, are we, uh, are we not being clear? We're trying to tell you that the entire planet is about to be destroyed. Okay. okay. Um, well, it's, um, you know, just something we do around here. You know, we just keep the bad news light. Oh, you see, John, you're outside enjoying the sunshine. It's not too hot, is it? No, it's it's absolutely lovely. It's, what, 20 degrees out here? It's perfect. But um, on a serious note, folks, um, by early next week, you can scrap 20 degrees. It could well be 40 degrees. I think there will be hundreds, if not thousands, of excess deaths early next week. Charts that I can see in front of me are frightening. So we all like nice weather, but this will not be nice weather. This will be potentially lethal weather for a couple of days. It'll be brief, but it'll be brutal. So, you know, we can... So, this is... So, John, I want us to be happy about the weather and every single... I don't know whether something's happened to meteorologists to make you all a little bit fatalistic and and (laughs) harbingers of doom. Because all of the broadcasts, particularly on, on the BBC, every time I've turned on anyone's talking about the weather, they're saying that there's going to be tons of fatalities. But haven't we always had hot weather, John? I mean, wasn't the 76, the summer of 76, that was as hot as this, wasn't it? <laughs> so, so in oh, case you couldn't doing... tell which bit was the film and which was real life, the British accent was real life. <laughs> but yeah, it was as bad and as ridiculous. Former British Finance Minister Rishi Sonak on Tuesday tops the fifth round of voting to elect the next Conservative leader and Prime Minister of the country. That too shall finish by the time this podcast probably goes up. Hmm. He's most likely to make it? 
No, no this other lady uh, she's, she's overtaken him na listras oh. listras correct so now it's only between both of them yeah mm. but uh, yeah i think ghoom phirke it has to be white yeah so the country uh, by all means is still functioning when i was uh, like going to my hotel i saw cleaning staff at 11 in the night still cleaning the streets people who uh, could go to work are going to work even right now the main problem is the why people cannot go to work is fuel the paucity of fuel that's a major major concern but that does not mean that people are not working even the uh, the protesters the aragalaya they are ensuring that the streets where they are are kept absolutely clean and plus in the in uh, in like central colombo where a lot of the tourists come electricity is not really a problem at the moment fuel is still a major problem so it's very tough to find cabs or autos and the prices are of course uh, jacked up but that's the major concern but of course that's the experience of a person who's visiting there for like less than a week mm. a person who's living there uh, i spoke to people and they said you know because of paucity of fuel they're moving towards bicycles and a bicycle is going for like 50000 sri lankan rupees which is wow. easily like 15000 indian rupees a normal bicycle now wow because th- they are so much in demand it was a conscious decision on part of the protesters some of the uh, organizations leading the protesters that you know they cannot let politicians delegitimize the protest and making it violent would be the first step like there are various uh, i don't know whether these are conspiracy theories or whether, whether there's any truth to them like one theory was the government is through through their cronies is sending in laced liquor in the area around where the protesters are so that you know they can get drunk quicker and then they can be delegitimized mm. so there are all these theories uh, okay. so why it didn't turn violent because people have been extremely conscious that they cannot allow it to be branded that it's a uh, it's anarchy or it's just some so who are the leaders who are people listening to i mean are they ngos are they political leaders are they industrial leaders you stars? talk to people who are, have been part of the argila they say no no everybody is a leader what But does argila mean argila means a struggle okay. so they are calling it the argila hmm. it's the word that you the moment from the moment you land you keep hearing every yeah. every time so uh, it means a struggle and if you talk to any person like whether you go to the president's house whether you go to the prime minister's house whether you go to the uh, presidential secretariat to talk to people and they'll tell you no no nobody's a leader we are all leaders uh, like you know cumulative decision making but of course that's not true a there are many things that are going ki bhai china ki wajah se aisa hua hai i'm sure that you know it has cost them but not significant because just 15% of their the default the, the loan their debt is chinese and yeah. even if you take that out that won't so their their debt is mounted over years one is because exactly. tourism was a huge aspect that went with the pandemic exports tea etc that went with the pandemic yeah. and his tax cuts apparently exactly this just spiraled into rising debt so it's not ki bhai chinese fuck them in fact chinese have got fucked over because they're not getting nothing back exactly and that has what uh, brought people to the streets when they cannot buy stuff that they need to sustain their daily lives mm. that's when it came to a head when they just marched so uh, back in march when they uh, when they first protested sorry may when they first protested you know that that was real anger on the ground where they burnt down ranil vikramasinghe's private residence mm. uh, attacked houses of 70 other mps that was real anger since then uh, you know after mahinda stepped down who was the most popular leader even the gotabaya was the president mahinda has been the most popular face in politics for the past 15 17 years mm-hmm. in sri lanka mahinda realized that in its time for him to step back he stepped back uh, the rajapaksas then brought in uh, ranil vikramasinghe who's as when he already mentioned is a six time prime minister he his party only had one seat in the parliament mm. when he was brought in as the prime minister this time imagine and that was not an elected seat as a well, nominated seat so he became the prime minister by just having one seat in the parliament in the house of 224 or 225 that riled up people 
this movement is not going to give birth to like a new political party or no that remains to be seen i mean uh, excuse, this guy only has the president this this position for 2 years because he's serving for the remainder of the go to buy rajapaksa stuff there has to be a re-election anyway exactly so in 2 years i mean if you talk to people some people believe uh, you know whoever comes to power who would have whoever would have come to power right now is primed to fail because the economy is in such yeah. a bad condition nobody can has a magic wand to really bring the country out of this immediately so it may be a smart move on the part of the opposition to not put up its own candidate Yet, become yeah. the president possibly and then fail which would may possibly lead uh, again to the you know to the rajpaksa coming back to power in two years down, down the line now the another piece of statistics is that uh, adding to that only that 16 times six, uh, since 1965 imf has uh, bailed out sri lanka so Uh, there were many economists who very much uh, prone to flaunting its uh, human development index, but uh, how it was achieved has not been given due uh, consideration. Might be it has been given in uh, academic circles, but uh, sometimes the human development analysis uh, ignores that. Uh, one of other major weaknesses I find is that uh, particularly. after 2009 after the end of civil war sri lanka got very emboldened emboldened and started issuing the, the international sovereign bonds which uh, now accounts for at least 50% of its borrowing now on china i would say that uh, we discussed it now that the quality of chinese loans was more important than the quantity of it because chinese loans were not pouring into the local economy so whatever the direction of the protest it needs to find an anchor and stability now and the target they should be having is not a very radical change because these kind of protests often uh, raise expectations of overall and a lot of radical changes yeah we saw But in the they, arab spring right which where the, uh, the muslim brotherhood and all and uh, they should go for peaceful piecemeal changes it means it is not uh, uh, just a weakness of current protests even french revolution lost its way because of its, uh, uh, it was very ra- radical in its uh, expectations and uh, the conditions that followed were was anarchic will this will these protests like glo- like they are glossing over all these issues right now but will they lead to like you know strengthening of the population at the ground level that they come together all of them i don't think that's going to happen right. those fissures will still remain goodbye had a very notorious uh, record when it came to the human media rights. especially human rights and the media mm. especially during the war he there were i mean there are allegations that he ran or he was heading these you know death squads or these vans that would go around abducting white, journalists white vans white vans so he denied everything he was the defense secretary at that point mahinda was the uh, prime minister and he very clearly told journalists that if you write anything anti national quote unquote then you know i i can't guarantee yourself i mean they have been uh, accused there have been claims that you know he's called journalists directly and said if you continue doing rep- reporting on these things you will be in trouble and many journalists have had to flee the country yeah. in that mm. period he sued a newspaper too so when actually there were many people left the country uh, he sued the sunday leader and he Sunday-Lira. said you know uh, probably they, they deserve down. to close down yeah. they closed out if they can't pay yeah, they deserve to close down. down so many many journalists had to flee when they were in power till 2015 then you know when ranil came back to ranil and sira uh, sirisena who was the president at that point when they were in power from 2015 to 2019 journalists thought it would be a better period possibly it slightly was but when the rajpaksas came back to power in 19 many journalists again left the country after that so mm. they ha- i mean uh, rajpaksas have been one of the major threats to journalists uh, in the country for sure 
I think protests like this are important even if they aren't achieving anything significant that is tangible. One is there was this mindset in the country that you cannot go against the government. You see, just just like just think about it, and I I often think about this. I think in about between two thousand and five or six, when the first amendments to the RTI were proposed by the Manmohan Singh government, to two thousand eleven twelve, when the Amadi Party was born, the whole RTI movement, which kind of evolved into, we must have gone out between the PM's house, between Sonia's house, which, around eight ten times. We've gone out someone's house or the other. Today, can you imagine doing it? You'll be caught for sedition for NASA, UAP. Not Now, to kill PM. So regular people can't do that. Who can do that? Only politicians can do that. They cannot jail two million political workers, na? So it says okay. So something like this, I think that is the psychological effect it has. That just howa hota hai na that you cannot open your mouth. Hmm. That is why such protests are important, whether you agree with the party doing it or not. Time and again in political environments, and I think that is the one advantage other than the many disadvantages for demo- democratic discourse in general. Which is required, considering our television channels seem more upset than happy that Muhammad Zubair has got bail. I mean, imagine journalists are sitting on prime time, not exactly thrilled that he's walking. That is where we are fucking ah. So then you know, mm. you you have to clutch at straws, even if that means you know applauding a Congress protest. I know. It's great that they're protesting. Of course, I mean they have the right. But again, they they've chosen a, one of the worst causes when because again, as you said, you know it's only when our top leadership is uh, attacked we'll come out in such numbers. These kind of protests again because these are these are they are politicians. They can take these risks. They would have they should have been protesting like this against the policies that have that that have been affecting the country against when they are going after journalists when they are going after people for social media posts. Not essentially only when Sonia Gandhi is being asked to come for questioning. So that becomes the only cause when they rise up to this, uh, to this level. Then they, again, they don't have the public imagination. Uh, you know, the people don't really feel that it's legitimate protest. It's a protest for their own survival. Now, it's not a protest for the country or for the people or for their electorate or for their supporters. It's a protest only for their own leader. So definitely, I mean, using uh, agencies like ED and CBI against the political opponents that is definitely an issue. Ah, huh? but but when it comes to National Herald. Uh, of course, I mean, ED and CBI—they don't have a definite line of investigation. Mm. But yes, something has gone wrong in National Herald case is quite evident. Okay, it is quite evident, and 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 they protested when Rahul Gandhi went uh, was mm. questioned, and now Sonia Gandhi being questioned. But the But opposition parties, huge. opposition parties jumping in and making ED as an issue. I mean, these agencies—that is something which I think uh, worth. protesting against all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Newslaundry.